How's it going, everybody? Welcome back to the Overflow. I am joined by my two co-hosts, Ethan and Elijah. Ethan Here. is back. Ethan, how are we doing after your break? We feel we, we, we feel you. rested. Thank you, thank you. I, I miss you guys. We feel rested. You know, we're back and we're better than ever. Um, some might say we we're back like we've never been back before. <laughs> some, might, some might say we've never been more back than in this moment. And I can comment on all of those and say those are true. So we are back. We've got a lot of stuff to talk about today. A lot of stories, um, a lot of thoughts, a lot of comments, a lot of concerns. And I'm excited to share with you guys. I thought the last episode, last episode was probably the worst one because I wasn't there. Wow. I'm playing. You guys did a really good job. Um, loved listening to it, obviously. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to put my two cents in where it's needed. And uh, yeah, that's it for me. Right, what well, about you, E? Shoot, man. I'm, it's been good. I, I didn't miss you at all. I wish it was just me and Brad, honestly. Heard. Having you out of the podcast is uh, so not getting hate up. on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. I'm so, just kidding. So. No, yeah. it's, a, it's, it's a, what we call a shit sandwich. You know, it's, it's what we do. It's what <laughs> us men do whenever we greet each other. We, when, yeah, word, we, word. We, yeah, when you miss a fellow homie, you're you're mean to him at first. You know, that's so that's what I'm doing. If that's I'm crazy, mean, I miss, that's crazy because I, I would like never do that to you, man. You I literally just did that, guys. Uh, let's rewind the tape, and you can hear Ethan just doing that exact same thing. <laughs> yeah, <cut that laughs> he in. missed us. Cut that in. Um, <laughs> boys, at the top of the hour, we're recording this uh, the Monday after Thanksgiving, Cyber Monday. Um, oh shoot, I forgot about that. I wanted to ask you, and I, we're going to start with you, Ethan, because I know you did some traveling. How was your Thanksgiving? Yeah, dude. Man, it was – I'll say it was too short. How about that? It was too short. Um, really? As you know, I, I kind of had my weekend with Katie in Kansas City. That went really well, and then I got home, did a quick turnaround for Thanksgiving, and drove nine hours on Wednesday. Got into Michigan around – 12 a.m. So like slept, woke up on Thursday, had all day Thursday, Friday and Saturday, and then had to drive back like early Monday or early Sunday morning. So not a lot of time. You you kind of have it in your like this is your, something you're looking forward to so much. And then like once you get there and then like it's over, you're like, dude, like that was not long at mm-hmm. all. And now it's yeah. just over. Now it's just over. And you're like, yeah, that drive back just kind of sucks. You guys ever get like the Sunday scaries? I don't know if I'm using that term correctly. Uh, Sunday scaries like, mean you're different. like hungover. Yeah, I don't know it's you. a little different. The <laughs> uh, what is it? What is it? You, you get like absolutely destroyed on Saturday. You wake up Sunday and you're like shaking and like yeah. you know, going through like a wild hungover. But like what you're talking about <laughs> is like <you're laughs> I'm using that incorrectly. But you're, a little you're bit. You're talking about looking at what you just did in the rearview mirror and being like, "Damn, like I wish I knew I was in the good old days." While <laughs> yeah. Well, it was it was more just like not wanting to like driving home and being like, "Man, like I'm not trying to go back into work tomorrow." Dude, that was like, the every single Sunday at Rancho, bro. We'd be watching football like the last game would be like finished and we'd be like Damn, I got work now. <laughs> we'd be like, now what? <laughs> yeah, now right? What? I gotta go to bed, shower, read. No, like, but it was it dang. was really good. Um, got like got to see everybody from my family. Got to see, got to see a lot of buddies. So I'll kind of dive into one of my first stories here. Um, obviously nine hour drive it sucked. So we, my my buddies Thanks. that I do this other fantasy football league with, we roll about sixteen deep in this Damn. league, but like it's a big crowd of us. We planned a Thanksgiving football game 
Oh, Friday. We played on Friday and it was it was like about 10 of us, 11 of us that showed up. And it was so damn fun. It was so fun. I know were like, you repping QB? Were you QB? I wasn't. So with no. you guys, with you guys, that's my position. I, I sling yeah. the rock when I'm with you guys yeah. for sure. Um, but with them, I'm like everyone sees me as like they're they're like, oh, Ethan's wide receiver one. Like Ethan's like, <laughs> we need like because we got Stop a couple guys that can we Stop got a couple guys that can sling it. But you know what I'm saying, man. I probably got about like 60 fantasy points. Like probably damn. posted about. <laughs> 250 pass or 250 receiving yards, four touchdowns. Wait, were you playing? Were you playing tackle? <laughs> we were playing touch. We were playing. Yeah, touch. that's that's Mickey Mouse stats. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know. <laughs> but all, all I'm saying is it, it's it's two Mickey steps Mouse. of shoulder, and then it was a streak route every time. Right. Did you break any ankles, basket. or were you just more conservative? Like, let me get my yards and go down. Like, what? Like, I what I got smoked one time, like in the head. <laughs> I got hit in the head oh. one time. But, like, that was probably the most contact. Because everyone kind of went in, and we were like, nobody can get hurt. Like, let's chill. Like, let, we're not trying to get hurt. We're all old like, now, right? Yeah, literally. <laughs> literally, everyone's old. But, dude, I kid you not. I know how much we talk about getting old on this podcast. But <laughs> for the next four days, I was sore everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> everywhere. And, like, I was getting up and down, and I was like, Ugh! Yeah, <laughs> you know this man did that when he was twenty, house. bro. Yeah. Getting in and out of the car, like, oh, jeez, man. But it was Shit. funny. So I was like, "There's you know? no way I'm so sore right now." <laughs> I literally just played backyard football. It's but, the worst no. when you're in a recliner too, and you're sitting comfy, and you got to get up, like hop down the the damn recliner the chair. Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh shit. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was it was good. That was like one of the highlights. Um. Got to see, got to meet up with some old friends and get some coffee. And then, oh, yes, you love coffee. You love coffee dates, bro. It's a, if it's, it's with a, a friend, time, you bro. know, yeah. just like a family member, man. I need some coffee with you, bro. We need yeah, coffee. It's just a solid, a co- going to get coffee is just like a solid, like, hey, like, let's catch up. Let's talk over some coffee. You know, oh, dude, I'm one of those people. I'm one of those one people of the, that like I need a beverage in my hand. A bed. Like, yeah. Let's get a yes. bed. Where, yes. wherever, dude. Give me a beverage, and it just makes me feel more comfortable. Yeah. Whenever like, I show up to Bible study, I always make sure I have a like commercial coffee cup. Yeah. So like a Starbucks or like a have local to. spot. I always make sure I have one. I'll even save it from like a few days before just to walk in there with that because it just feels more comfortable. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? This is new. You save this is new. old coffee cup? Yes, That's crazy. <laughs> nah, I'm not hell. like saving, saving it. This is news to the Bible study. They're going to listen to this and be like, what they the better hell? flame you for that. But yeah, right. Walking in with that four day old Starbucks cup. You got a QT coffee, coffee cup in that bitch. Bro got molded coffee being. <laughs> oh. I'll, like, I'll like get it on Wednesday because Wednesday's like my preparation day for pretty much like everything that's going on my in my life that has to do with like paperwork or like yeah. anything like that um and i'll like hold it for wednesday drink you know drink it whatever and then put it like on the counter until thursday when bible oh, study man. is this, this and man got fill th- it with my own coffee this man got three circle k coffee cups uh, in a rotation bro yeah literally <laughs> Literally, one of them's like folded over, like yeah, bro. Apart. You got teeth marks on it. <laughs> All right, calm down. All right, Ethan, how was your? We got to talk about your brunch and your like your your, your Thanksgiving dinner. How was it? Yeah, bro. So <laughs> I know a lot of people were wondering about the Thanksgiving dinner. 
Um, I, so I have a story that kind of it kind of goes along with my blessing. So I guess I'll just get my blessing out of the way. My blessing is family. Okay, obviously. Oh, oh man, mine. you oh, took mine, mine bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally a you given. Took mine. It's literally a given. It's literally a given. That's true. It's, this, it's, this is the, this is one of the, the craziest things that happened. So I didn't know my family listened to this podcast. I oh, had no they idea. They do. I, I didn't oh. really know they messed around with it. Okay, and oh. so I get I, we sit around Watch the, ta- the dinner table. Yeah, right. <laughs> we sit around at the table on on Thursday to eat the Thanksgiving brunch, and then uh, bro, I was I was about to text you guys this happened, and I was like, no, I gotta wait for the podcast, oh, and um. They were sitting at the table and then they just start talking about it. And they were like saying like, oh yeah, like blessing and a curse. And I was like, what did you say? And then they were like looking around and I was like, do you guys listen to this? And they were like, they were like, who said we didn't listen to it? And I was like, no way. And I was like smiling and they were like, <laughs> they're like, let's go around and do our version of blessing and a curse. So I kid you not, our hey, whole dinner table went around and blessing and a curse. <laughs> yeah. I was like, yo, this is crazy. <laughs> Right, singer How come we can't get a rating on the on the on the spot? That's what yeah, I right? said. I what was like, we "What's good with the five star?" I was like, "What's good with the five star rating?" Like, how do we have four point six? Hey, but we can't share that with the fans. Well, can they see it? They can. See yeah, it. they can see it. Yeah, we got a four point six with eleven reviews right now. That needs to change. We got a one star out stars. there, man. Yeah, one of you rated listening. it. Actually, you know what? One of you rated it one star, and we actually appreciate that because we appreciate honesty. Right. And we integrity need it. and we, we need that cr- constru- constructive criticism Come on. at the same time uh like you 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 got to do better as a listener to you know actually listen to the <laughs> podcast because there is no way in hell this is a one-star podcast. we do talk about a lot of stuff that's personal to us that might not relate to others but we're gonna try to make it relatable <laughs> you know i will say i will say it's probably minus minus two ten odds that that one star came from my older brother, <laughs> <laughs> and it, it, that one star came out of pure ignorance. So yeah, if you got to meet us halfway, him, that's what I'm halfway. saying. That's what I'm saying. He's like Ian. If you're out there listening, uh, I would love to get confirmation that it was or was not you. Where's the but, brotherly uh, that, love, man? Show us the screenshots. Yeah, like, right. He's, he's always on my shit, so you know I, he's always saying I got to be better. So here we go. <laughs> But uh, back, back to your story, though. Yeah, it was just really cool going around and uh, saying the blessing and the curses. And it was funny, like, hearing everybody's, like, take on what it is. And I don't know. It was just really funny. And, it, 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 like, it was something that, you know, came from the podcast. But then there was also a piece of me where, like, my parents were like, yeah, we listened to it. And I was like, oh. oh. <laughs> oh. You know, my mom said, my mom said, I didn't really like when you said that I gave you sips of wine. And I was like, oh. <laughs> I was like, well, I mean, you did. So. You did. This is <laughs> my life, mom. Federal yeah. activities. <laughs> but no, it was, it was cool. They, they like listening to it, so it was fine. Yeah. Um, play, yeah played a lot cool. of games with the families, too. Played a lot of code names. Yeah. Now, that, now that's a fun game to play Bro, with a lot of people. Have you, heard of, have you heard of Sky Joe? It's the up and coming. Yeah. Sky my Joe is dope. Sky, but my family had Sky Joe like two years ago, bro. Oh, it's, it's like, up and coming for me, I guess. I'd he's just out this year. Yeah. But they were like, oh, we got this from Cancun. They weren't in Cancun. They were in Cabo. They were like, we bought this game in Cabo. And I was like, what? Even is yeah. this like foreign game? 
But is yeah. it like coming up now in the U.S.? I don't know. I mean, this. I mean, the family that I was with this past Thursday loved that shit. I mean, I played like a lot games. of. I there's a lot of variations of that game though. It's kind of like um, what? I only played. The it's one like one. trash. I think another version of it's called trash or garbage or something it. like that. I'm like that. I don't even no, know what y'all are talking about. Sky Joe, look it up, guys. Get it. It's so Brad, much fun. You're really hitting the books like that. Yeah, bro. You gotta All get right. on the books. <laughs> okay. all right enough well, of my trip you know, i mean that was good but what about you guys oh man shit uh well my thanksgiving was cool i ended up joining my friends here matthew shout out matthew if he probably doesn't listen to this though he does have spotify yeah i'm gonna get him on this on, i'm gonna put him on he gonna listen he to this like like, he's like oh you shouted me out you know what i'm saying yeah anyways um <laughs> <laughs> what was that Right. I don't know. I, it was for Matthew. It was for Matthew. He's going to love it. Anyway, so I went to his family's house. It was a lot of fun. I ate way too much. Did you guys eat way too much? Like, I, Oh, I, yeah, for sure. Did I eat way too much where I was like, after I ate, I was done. Like, I was like, I need to go home. <laughs> mm. I'm like, <laughs> I, I love the family time that I'm getting here, but holy shit, I'm tired now. Is I, So yeah. I was just told that turkey makes you tired. Is that a thing? That is a thing. Yeah, yeah it has a like a molecule. It has... Your uh, um, your screen is like frozen, Ethan. Not for me. Oh, well, we're only using audio. It's fine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is a. Oh, it's fine now. Yeah, that is a thing. Uh, it has like tryptophan in it, which makes you sleepy. But tryptophan. Um, yeah. Yeah, it kicked my ass, and wine does too. I had two glasses wine, of wine. Yeah. Dude, two glasses of wine on top of turkey, ham. I made uh, the corn pudding again. That was a hit. That was yes. a heater. That was a heater. Yeah. Man, I, I absolutely loved it. Yeah, dude. I, I, I made way too much, and I had to throw a lot of it out, and I was so upset. Um, however, we went over, and it was like the classic Thanksgiving. Like, everyone went around, so what are you thankful for and everything? <laughs> <laughs> and it was, it was cool. It was just like a nice homey um, like feel for Thanksgiving. I needed it, but it made me realize, my goodness – Regardless of work, school, anything, I need some family time. I need some family in my mm. life, dude. I need right. it. I need it. I need it. I need it. But I'm grateful for everything, man. So thankful. But my Thanksgiving was very casual. Nothing much to add on that. Yeah. So speaking on the food thing really quick. So before, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Brad, go ahead. Sorry. I'll, I'll talk about uh, it after. No, I'm I'm uh no, it's fine. I'm I'm back, chill. Sorry. He's so so mad. Uh, no, <laughs> my uh, my uh, my Thanksgiving was really good. It was um like what like what you're saying, like getting to see my entire family, and you know we were playing like really like this. I don't know if my family's gonna listen to this. We we're playing like stupid games, like but the person who made the games might think that that's like offensive, but they were like uh, objectively. <laughs> They were like objectively dumb games. Like you tie like a, a ribbon around your waist and it has a cup attached to the ribbon. So it kind of like sits above your crotch. And then there's a there's an ornament like taped to the bottom like of the cup on a shelf. Oh. And you try and use your hips to like flip the ornament up into the cup. And it was like <laughs> so dumb, but like so funny to watch people do this. Um but like, I didn't yeah, see you do that, Brad. You got I, hips like a box, man. I didn't I know, see that. I, said, I, I, told <laughs> I, I told everyone I couldn't. I got bad hips, and they were like, "Oh yeah, you're right, you're right." But, um, 
No, you know who's you know who's good at that game? Shout out Scott Holly. Scott Holly got a dump. We, we had to do that. I didn't for mean work to say that. Time. I didn't mean to say that. I didn't we had to do that. that for work one time, and he was like literally the best out of anybody in the room. That's wild. <laughs> and um, I know he's serious about it too. <laughs> I could see Ethan being really good at that. Oh. I thought I would be better, but honestly, I wasn't. Scott was Scott was him. <laughs> Scott is him at that. Scott is him. Um. Yeah, it was good. Like you said, I ate way too much. Like the too first, much. The first plate I made, I like sat down and my cousin like looks over at me and she's like, damn. Yeah. <laughs> I, was like, <laughs> I was like, what? And she was like, you didn't even separate the food. You just put it yeah, all on the plate. Like, Hell yeah, that's how you have to do it. You got to mix your foods. No, it's I inhaled that too. Like yeah. I inhaled that first Bro, plate. Did you, have, did you have a grandma or like some of the older folk be like, you need to eat some dessert. I made it for just you, you know, and like they force you to eat all that shit on top of what you just ate. I did. No, I, was, but I, I was forced to eat three pieces of pie. And like yeah. big ones, bro. <laughs> so afterwards, I was sitting back like this. I was, <laughs> they, I was oh, out. <laughs> they didn't force me to eat it, but I definitely had a obtuse angle piece of pie for sure. That's so. crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The obtuse angle is crazy. <laughs> yeah, but um, oh, it was it was money. How do you guys feel about pumpkin pie? I feel like it's hit or miss. It's gas. It's gas. It's solid. I didn't have any. No, no. Solid. All right, store store bought store bought is like. Like bottom of the barrel, it's like uh, you don't really need that. But if it's homemade, when it then it's creamy with the homemade uh, like crust, graham cracker crust, mm-hmm. dude, you can't go wrong with it. You can't. I, I love. I think I think pumpkin pie is the best pie. Mm. Like personally, that's but, you know crazy. That's a hot take, but that's I a hot just, take. No, so I was like reading up on it because my boy Joel was like, bro, pumpkin pie you know, like walked so that apple pie could run, you know, this, that, and the other. Nah, that's wild. It's technically true, but I looked it up and like pumpkin pie was the first pie in America. (laughs) You looked that shit up? It it came like 25 (laughs) years before the apple pie even got to the league, bro. So like, don't We're, disrespect pumpkin pie. I feel like apples would have been more utilized than pumpkins by, by that time. That's they didn't. Yeah. They didn't grow them yet. Was the thing they didn't have apple trees to grow yet. Like they oh, had to that, grow them. Oh, apples are European now. Okay. I don't. I don't know. That's just what I saw. What's hey, your source, bro? <laughs> Wikipedia. Pro pumpkin. Uh, that... <laughs> no, it ain't this, no .net. It's a .com. This brain .com. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm honestly. I'm a. I'm a pecan pie guy. Come on, someone pecan preach. Pie is money. Someone preach. Through and through, it's through and through. Come on, we that's, need that's some my, pecan that's my go-to pie. Take. No, dude, the best pie on this planet, if it's made right, <laughs> key lime. Key lime. Oh, key lime pie, is, it's fire, it's, but it ain't the best. No, you have to have the best key lime pie, bro. Remember you that pie to. we had in, in Key Largo with Parker? Bro, it was yeah. gas. No, key yeah. lime pie, dude, the best key lime pie ain't green. You want it to be like, you know, oh, like, oh, yeah, a, it's like white. It's white. Yeah, it? yeah, yeah. The, I mean, but a lot of people put like dye in it, make it green. It's like, you know, you don't need to put dye in it or like, that's it, facts. Just make it good. Make it good. That's facts. It's facts, though. It's facts. Thanksgiving. Oh, Hope you guys had a great Thanksgiving. I had yeah, a, so I had I to comment on the, on the hunger thing going all the way back to Elijah. But I, I don't know if this happens to you guys, but like, I'm like away from home for so long and I'm like, oh, like looking forward to getting home for the holidays. And I'm like, I'm about to eat so much food. And then I get there and there's almost like so much food to where I don't feel like I'm ever like 
satisfied by my hunger. Does that make sense? Like, I feel like when I'm here and I'm like working my job, I'm like, I get so hungry and then I eat a meal and I'm like, dang, that was really good. But when I'm at home, I feel like I'm constantly like snacking and like munching on different things. Yeah. But when the big meal comes around, I'm not like ready to attack it. Therefore, Mm -hmm. like, I don't feel like I'm really satisfied at the end of it. I'm just like, that was really good food. But like, I don't know if I was at that hunger level to really enjoy it as much as I should have. I, I feel that. Like, it's like, yeah, no, I tried starving myself. I didn't eat anything until Thanksgiving dinner came along, and I only had one plate, and I was down, down, <laughs> gone. But, yeah, it's a good take. Like, I knew but, you were a lightweight, Elijah, only one. I plate. mean, I thought I was good on food. I mean, I've been, I've been just eating kind of like one or two meals a day, not going to lie, man. I, it's, same. It's, yeah, yeah. Same. but I feel so much better that way, though. And then when Thanksgiving comes around, everyone's like, eat my food, eat my food. Try my-. I had like 16 deviled eggs before the meal came out. So I was <laughs> – oh, Bro had a whole carton of deviled eggs. <laughs> yeah. Bro, deviled eggs are a slept-on food. Kids don't appreciate them, and I understand it. But if you're uh, an adult and you don't like deviled eggs, grow up a little bit. I don't They're understand good. what – like what is the center – like I get it's the yolk, but what, like why is it all whipped? Like, it's what is yolk, that? it's mayonnaise, it's oh, mustard. No. Come on, no, but you have to put the, – the, the key ingredient is chopped up pickle. Like real fine. It's like diced pickle. <laughs> I'm right, telling you, Elijah. get a little crunch in there with some paprika on so top. He, oh, my God. So let me pitch this to you. So I, you wake up. You're at my crib. You're in my house. I ain't waking up eating this shit. No, you're you're waking up, <laughs> and I'm like, you want some eggs? And you, <laughs> you're like, yeah, of course. So I make you some eggs, and you're watching me make these scrambled eggs. Right. And I go, I go ahead and, you know, I got four eggs in the pan. I scramble them. I take a dollop of mayonnaise and I just throw that in the pan, start cooking them up in that. And then I just chop up an entire pickle and put it in there, mix it all together and put that on your plate. What you doing? Nah, bro. The, 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 all right, yeah, I'm it, freaking dude. out. I'm that freaking out. It. I'm like, what are we doing here? No, it, it's not a comparison, bro. No, it's the principle on how you make it, bro. It's how you make Elijah. it. It's yeah. a texture thing, too. Like the, yes. the hard boiled bottom. With like the soft center, I think that's what makes it really good. Is come the, on. The, the base of the deviled egg? <laughs> come on, hey, come on. <laughs> my my dude, my students were trying to put me onto deviled eggs, but you get a little sliced jalapeno on top. Ooh! Oh, and I think that, that would be good. fire. I like some serranos on that shit. Make it Hispanic, you know. Mm. I'm also not a fan of hard boiled eggs in general, so <laughs> I don't really. I'm not a hard boiled guy. Nah. No. I mean, if I just, uh, dude, I, you'd be shocked the amount of times I see people at work eating hard-boiled eggs. Uh, just like as they're like, you know, they got rice, chicken, and then a hard-boiled egg. I'm like, and then you're just eating a hard-boiled egg? Like, how are you talking to people after that, bro? Your breath's got to be hot. You finishing your <laughs> meal with a hard-boiled egg? What we yeah, doing? I think they're fire. I think hard-boiled eggs it are could not Just be plain? It's like eating a tomato plain, in my opinion, bro. Yeah, it's when it's, I was it's at, weird. Uh, Listen, it's weird. Plain or money? It's weird. You <laughs> tripping, bro? My grandpa Tomatoes. eats them like an apple, bro. I, uh, I saw yeah. him do that. And it dripped down his fucking face. I'm like, oh, what? <laughs> Tomatoes, plain or money? I understand it's weird, but it's also like hardball eggs are just like, it's, it's just it's an weird. egg. Like egg with no seasoning. It's it. weird, like, bro. It's weird. When I was it's, at a low point in my up. life, I ain't gonna lie to you. When I was at a low point, I bought a bagged hard boiled egg from a gas station. <laughs> I know, I know that this was on the way home from Thanksgiving dinner too. Yeah, it was. It was not. A, it was not something to look back on and tell the kids about. No. But, 
But I know it you happens. look at you, bro. I've seen you grocery shopping. You you be like picking out random ass shit. Be like, yeah, that look good. I know you were yeah. in that gas station yeah. <laughs> trying to sort through what you want to eat. You find a hard boiled egg. They look so good. Out of like good. beef jerky, out of like hot Cheetos, out of all the other good food that Man. you might be able to eat, you chose a hard boiled egg. I know you took in a bag hard. of wetness. You took that hard boiled egg up to the counter, and the clerk was like, "Are you serious?" <laughs> I know he. <laughs> Are you sure? I know he, he put the whole egg in his mouth. I like went that. up there and like <laughs> had to like sure? go like this with my shirt. Like I didn't want him to see my face. I was like, yeah, you put on a mask there. like after COVID. I was two, like, three yeah, here's my card. I was like covering my face up. I didn't want anybody to know it was me. <laughs> no one can know that's you, bro. That's wow, man. That's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. That's wild. <laughs> Gas station food kind of hits though. I've been going to this QT getting uh listen, nah, I've been going to QT listen, listen, I've been going to QT <laughs> in the mornings and they got what's called a breakfast taco. So it's a taco oh. with a soft shell, right? And they got eggs, cheese, bacon, potatoes, and sausage. Listen, from a gas station, I know it's weird, but that and a cup of black coffee in the morning, I need that's like so I said. I've told you guys I need some diesel in the morning to wake me up, and that's yeah, my diesel. You say that. I'm a black yeah. coffee guy. I need some yeah. diesel. <laughs> and that breakfast taco be hit. Hitting the stomach though. Right around noon, I'm down. Yeah, like I'm gonna go home. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna I'm gonna go work from home. I was talking about this the other week. <laughs> How come gas stations are like they have very niche foods in them that are actually like desirable, but you can only get them at gas stations. Like munchies chips that have like the Doritos yep. and the pretzels and the Cheetos and like yep. the sun chips, like those are like a top five chip. You and can got, only get them at gas stations. Yeah, and like ready to go taquitos. That was my my staple. Ready to go taquitos on the spinning like hot dials or whatever. Nah, pick out some with the tongs. I won't. That's right. No one's on no one's talking dial. about that, bro. No. Those are niche food from a gas dial. station that you get that like you can't get anywhere else. Yeah, because no one's trying to eat that. But why is it always empty? Because <laughs> no they one's throwing out salad. after a certain amount of time. Yeah. No, bro, they be empty by noon. They got two or three scrolling on. I'm like, damn, people are hungry. I'm like confident that those spinning dial foods are entirely funded by construction workers. Definitely, yeah. and they don't. Like they, I know they don't clean that. If if they, you see all that grease on there. If blue collar workers didn't exist, gas gas stations wouldn't have those because no one would buy them. Yeah. I don't That's think gas fair. stations would really be like a mart. There wouldn't really be like a mart inside, I feel like. Mm. Bro, and this is I'm telling you, this didn't exist. No, no disrespect to the people that love those things, honestly. Like, if that's your thing, that's your thing. But I got to hold He's my hating. boy Elijah to a higher standard because I've seen. I don't him. eat those as a kid. I eat those as a kid. You just said yeah, you did. I, yeah, as a kid, I, you rewind the tape. I said, I said, as a kid. But I mean, I'll still eat. Brad, I've seen mun- I've seen Munchies chips at other places. Really? Yeah, Walmart. Walmart. Yeah. I've seen them at Walmart, Target. Baker's. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, but I, I, I thought you were talking about like the, like they almost have their own brand of like gummies, like candies, and oh, stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. But they're always like really cheap, which is kind of cool. Hella cheap, hella cheap. Now if they made them homemade, mm-hmm. come on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're so funny. Um, <laughs> do you have a curse do you have a curse we kind of like all did our blessings mine's my family I, I love them to death and just really good to see them so do you have like a curse in the chamber or no i do i have a curse ready to go and, and i honestly i want to i want to get some feedback on this one let's hear it so my curse is landlords 
Oh, oh, oh. And I want to run this story by you guys and tell me what you think. I'm going to ask that you guys don't say anything while I'm sharing the story. Just (laughs) hold your reservations until the end. Oh, shit. All right. So circa a week ago before I left to go home. Name dropping. Oh, circle a week back. I thought you said no, his name was circle, circle. Like circle. C-I-R-C-A. In the era of. In the era yeah, of. A, a week ago, um, you know, the weather in Omaha was kind of like getting colder, but it wasn't really cold yet. It was like in the 60s, like touching 50s, whatever. It was very manageable cold weather. I go home, you know, spend the week home, whatever. As I'm coming back, I we check, me and Katie, we check the weather in Omaha, and it's like now, like it's like a low of 20, a high of <sighs> 40 so it's like we're we're rearing our nose on winter weather here in omaha and as we're driving back i get a message from my from my landlord i'm not going to mention what his name is i really hope he doesn't listen to this podcast (laughs) and he goes he goes hey uh just wanted to let all the tenants know that the furnace broke down and we're going to be on supplemental heat for the next coming days i'm trying to get my contractors on it um, best case scenario is he comes in on Monday, looks at it, and we get a new furnace when, like as soon as possible. So I'm like, kind of like, bro, for real, like I'm about to get like fleeced by this landlord. But I, I also was like, hold on, like we can't just like live without heat. Like there's got to be a way he can make up for this. So I texted him and I was like, yo, so like, is our rent going to be reflective of the fact that there's no central heat in this house and then he basically long story short sent me this long message and was like beating around the bush the whole time but was like no no you're not we're not going to lower your rent and the thing with this guy is that he like tries to be so buddy buddy to the fact that when he's like has bad news he's like yeah but like uh, it ain't nothing though like we're just we're friends remember like we're friends there's like bad news is bad news and I'm like, no, I don't really care about all that. Like, you got these this bad news for me. I need you to, like, keep it frank and keep it honest. So he's telling me about this furnace. And I'm like, I'm like, no, like, what's good with, like, the reduced rent pay? And he was like, yeah, we can't do that. So I was ticked. And I'm like, okay, well, like, this is kind of messed up. Because he also, in that first text, said, you're not allowed to have space heaters. Like, there's no, oh, there's no bro. way you can heat up your room. So I was like pissed and I was like, all right, screw this. And then about two hours later, I get a text from this guy and he's like, hey, like when, what time are you going to be home tonight? And mind you, I'm driving back from Michigan to Nebraska right now. What time are you going to be home tonight? And I was like, oh, about like 645. And he's like, sure, like I'll be there. I want to talk to you about how we can make up for this situation. And I was like, okay. So he gets there and he's like sitting at the dining table upstairs, like low lights on. It's just me and him. And he's doing the same thing he was doing over text, like being all buddy, buddy. And he was like, hey, man, like, how you been? Like, how was your trip? You know, man, like this story way back when, like, he's like talking about all this. And I was like, that's cute and all. But like, what's good with the furnace? And like, <laughs> and and he was like, so like, like I said, there's no furnace available. Like the, the heat's going to be low. And I was like, how cold is it going to get in here is what I really want to know. Because it's cold outside now. And he was like, it shouldn't. It shouldn't get lower than 50 in the house. Not legal. Bro, and I was like, that I was like hmm, that sounds illegal. And I was like, I was like, okay, well, this is kind of crazy because 
now you're kind of like leaving me off the hook. And he was like, well, here's what I'll do for you. There's this space heater that we're not allowed to use. And I'm going to let you have it. So now I feel like the asshole here because I have a space heater in my room and the other tenants do not. And I think it's because they didn't really throw a fit about it. They bundled so, up right now upstairs. <laughs> yeah, I have a freaking space heater. Mind you, the space heater's doing nothing. Like, it's literally still freezing cold in this house. And, like, he's not reducing rent for it. And he's like, he's like, the contractor's coming tomorrow. So I'm like, bet, Monday morning, contractor comes. And I'm like, I text him. I'm like, what did the contractor say? When are we going to get a new furnace? And he's like, waiting to hear back on some more information. And I'm just like, I'm like, this is going to be like four to five weeks without heat. And this is a problem. So my curse is this landlord and the fact that this house is a piece. And I'm curious, how, what do you guys think about that situation? Was I in the right when I asked for rent to be reduced? Because he really kind of gaslit me and made it seem like I was (laughs) a bad person for asking that kind of thing. Never. Oh, and you, you were in the right for sure, my boy. So you, you have to pay utilities, correct? So it's just a flat rate of, of what flat I'm paying rate. for rent. Okay, right. I mean, that, of uh, course, that involves Yes, utilities. you're in the wrong. You're in, yeah, if it's a flat rate, that's kind of tough. But if you were to pay, if, like say I, because I have to pay utilities, and if my heat went out, I'd be like, reduce those utilities, and I'll pay my fat, flat rate of rent right now. But that's where it's a little tough since you do have to – it's just a flat rate. Yeah. But I, I mean, mean it, that's, it, the, that's what I kind of fell back on is I was like, I, I mean, like I don't, it's still BS because as oh, a definitely. landlord, you're required to keep the heat at a certain temperature, no matter what. Yeah. So like you need to look up that temperature as the tenant and figure out what that is because he is required to keep it at that temperature, especially yeah. like in the summer, like, you know, he could be like, Oh, we're not going to run the AC that costs money, you know, this, that, and the other with your flat rate. And that's not legal because you have to keep the house at such and such a temperature at all times. Um, so you need to look that up. But also, I mean, if you have a flat rate, like, sorry, bro, you kind of got to deal with it, unfortunately. Yeah. Just because, like, you know, if you're working a salary job, you're not going to hit them up when, you know, you work four hours in a week and be like, oh, no, it's fine. You can just lower, like, how much I get paid this week. Like, no, you signed up for that amount, and when you have to pay more, or when you work right. more, you get paid the same amount. When you work less, you get paid the same amount. So, unfortunately, sounds like he has you kind of by the uh, cojones, but... Uh, by the goal. Got a goal. Yeah. Yeah, that's tough, though. How long did you say that was going to last? No idea. Whenever this guy says he's working on a problem, it, like, hasn't taken him less than a month to fix it. So... Hey, there you go. I hate that type of person, though, that's, like, when they're going to screw you over, they're all, like, buddy-buddy, whatever. Dude, right? Right? Like, that is the worst kind of person, man. You just keep it a buck with me and be like, hey, I'm sorry, my fault. Get this done as soon as possible. Yeah. I'll have to dive more into the the Landlord Chronicles as we get forward because there's there's some weird-ass stories, dude. I'm not even going to lie to you. (laughs) I'm I'm interested. I mean, we need to – yeah. Don't say it on the podcast, but I want to know what his name is. I'm going to like guess it's like something like Bernard or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good stuff, man. But uh, your, your blessing was uh, was your family, though? Blessing was family, yeah. Was family, I said that man. one earlier. Just seeing everybody. Yeah, um, my – yeah. What's up, So my, my curse is like related to yours but not as serious. Um, 
Mine is going to be shoveling snow. You're so already did, shoveling snow? Yeah. Did it snow by you, Ethan? It did. Yep. Yeah. It, we. I woke up on Sunday, and there was like four inches of snow, maybe three inches Driving of snow. Driving through Illinois was messed, bro. Yeah. Um. Shoveling snow sucks so much more than like mowing the grass, and it like just because of the variability, you know. Like sometimes you got to go out there, and it's like thirty-two degrees out, and you're like sweating because the snow is super heavy while you're like scooping it and throwing it, and then at other That's times tough. like it's negative five, and you still got to be out there like shoveling kind of thing, and so it's just like it. There's so much variability to it, and you know. I'm complaining now when we only had a little bit of snow. Like, if we get six inches or eight inches in a night, like, that's when it's, you know, get in the trenches time. Because right. that, <laughs> you know, that, that takes some mental fortitude. But, yeah, shoveling snow is, like, probably the worst outdoor activity you have to do if you're ranking, like, leaves, mowing the lawn. And, you know, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. activities. Yeah, it's yeah. a lot harder than pushing a lawnmower that does all the work. You have to do all that work. That's yeah. tough. Raking the leaves is the easiest just because it requires zero, like, actual strength, and it's super mm-hmm. easy, and it smells good outside. The weather is good. Yeah. And, you know, like, you got some chili on the stove, like, when there you get that outside. Yeah, there it is. Me, I'm sitting here pretty on in some Phoenix weather. I mean, the low has been... <laughs> 60 maybe 54 at, at its lowest and my goodness it's it's been beautiful here no no snow here so just to shit on your your curse a little that. more <laughs> it's that. nice it's so nice here right now i'm outside I, i'm finally it's hoodie weather but it's like 60 degrees i'm like oh it's cold but if i was back in tennessee i'd be like tarps off everything let me just walk hmm. around just just shorts on so but it's nice it's nice here though um, my curse is vastly different than you guys's. Um, uh, it's, I don't know if you guys watch YouTube. Do you guys watch YouTube at all? Yeah. Yeah. Like some podcasts or whatever. Okay. So you might have run into this, uh, this maybe once or twice. Mine has been YouTube ads. YouTube ads suck so much. So <laughs> my morning routine is I got Starbucks. Ethan, you know I got Starbucks right next to my house. So I get a Starbucks coffee. Right, right. Lately it's been matcha. We'll get into that later though. Matcha's fire. It's fire. Okay, good. All right, thank you. And then so <laughs> and then once I get my coffee, whatever, I turn on a podcast and I'm on my way to work. I got a 25 minute shuttle to work and it's super so easy. Do you listen to a podcast on YouTube? On YouTube, yeah. Why don't yeah. you just Why? pull it up on Spotify or Apple Music? Loki, I like, I mean, I have like a, a phone prop that I put up and I like seeing people talk. I like seeing it. Like, you know, it's like yeah, looking at directions you, you here and there. You need expressions, bro. You need I expressions. I do. I do. <laughs> it, 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 and when I pull up a, a, a podcast, it's two YouTube ads, 30 seconds that I cannot skip and it pisses me off. That is not the worst, though. The worst happens whenever they're about to say something so, like, they're like building up to their point, building up, building up, building up ad. And then I'm like, all right. Whatever, like instant gratitude, like it's the, gone. You know the the. Hello. Oh, sh- hello. What's up? Wait, did we freeze uh, for a second? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know they do that on purpose, right? The producer of the content. See that? That's I wanted to dive into. They, that. I wanted to see they if they get did to it. Choose. They get to choose where the ad goes. So yeah, like it they purposely. Me. 
yeah, like when they know that they got something building up in their product, they put an ad there to like, you know, build it up even more. I don't know. Bro, but like I feel like that's horrible, horrible advertisement because it's it just makes me mad. And then I'm like, fuck this new whatever is coming up, <laughs> new shaving cream coming up or or razor that's coming up or whatever they're talking about. Lately it's been um what is uh, it? 30 second, 30 second unskippable ads. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I can all, only... Isn't that also decided by the producer? That's no. no. It can't be. It can't be because it, it has sure? nothing. I have to do never with run it. into an ad that was like unskippable, unless it's like no. fifteen seconds. So the they get to pick the ad where it goes, but they don't get yeah. to decide what kind of ad it is. So like companies actually decide what they put their ads on. So you know yeah. like. If the podcast is talking about, you know, shaving, like Gillette will like pay money to YouTube to get their ad on that podcast. Yeah. And then like, it means sometimes I can skip it, but I just don't see it because they make it so small. And then when I click my thumb to turn it off, I hit the ad and I'm like, all right, I'm on the ad. Uh -huh. Now my podcast is ruined. <laughs> like, are you freaking kidding me right now? I'm just trying to watch my podcast about just some Jesus stuff. And now I'm getting mad. But, you know, maybe God's like saying, just relax, bro. You know, I don't, you know, I don't know. Maybe have you seen? Get off your phone while you drive. Yeah. <laughs> Fact. I'm not on my phone. I'm listening. I'm listening. And have then seen... whenever the ad comes up, I try to click. Have you guys seen Black Mirror? Yes. Yes. Fire you know the show. episode where he like has to ride a bike basically, and you accumulate points and stuff, and like, you know, yeah, you can actually. pay a million points to go yeah. on American Idol, basically. Yeah. And remember when he's like in his room and there's like an ad. And he would just pay money to skip the ad, but like if he closed his eyes, the ad would be like, "Oh, view blocked. Continue viewing." And then it like Whoa. forces him to watch it. Is that's that not crazy. That? That's just like what we're talking about. Dude, Black Mirror is so relevant in today's time with like the stuff that we watched. Like, um, there was one about a social meter that like basically like like acts as a, a credit score and like mm -hmm. where landlords can give yeah, you the like this amount. Of yes, the yes. And they're yeah. doing that shit in China, bro, where yeah. they got um like like social credit scores where they're looking into people's like social. Are they really? Yes, look into mm. it, bro. Yes. Yeah, they do. Yes. Do some research on that. It's wild. It's crazy. It's crazy. But yeah, YouTube ads. I'm sorry if we ever make it up on YouTube. Why don't you just pay for YouTube Premium? See, why would I do that, bro? I'm no ads. I mean, yeah. But, I mean, it's 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 a minor inconvenience that like I'm not going to I'm going to complain about, but I'm not going to fix. But then again, <laughs> why am I complaining about it whenever I'm not looking forward to like fixing it? Whatever. Yeah, I I mean I mean I get it because I'm sure those kids that are hungry in Ethiopia are, hate the YouTube ads as well. <laughs> but gosh. <laughs> Yes, it is first world problems. Yes, yes. This is just my curse from this week, and it's been brutal. No, I'm actually, I'm a hundred percent with you though. Yeah, facts. But those kids actually, in Ethiopia, I feel bad. I mean, I feel bad for them too, but for different reasons. Um, like have you guys ever done a, a a like a cleanse of like memberships that you have? Yeah, I did that. Like speaking speaking week. on the YouTube premium thing. Yeah. I don't have anything at all. I, I pay you don't for have no, any I, paid subscription. You just bomb off of us. That's I'm crazy. <laughs> yeah, I do. Matt, how are we going to allow that? What do you mean, bro? What do you mean? The only thing that I have of any of your guys is, I'm not going to lie, Ethan, I still got your Hulu. 
I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. And Bro, you know I what? gotta watch the bear. The... I'm watching the bear. No, honestly, that was fine. That was fine. <laughs> for the for the first little bit of time that I was in Omaha, I used to get Amazon notifications all the time <laughs> from Rancho. Yeah. And these guys were like making yeah. purchases or something on my Hey, Amazon listen, account. I made I made one. I made one purchase on that, and then I apologize and Venmoed you. I Venmoed you right away, but uh, then... yeah, not until I said something though, huh? No, I Venmoed. I Venmoed right away. <laughs> I've been mowed right away. And then Keenan was like, should we watch this? I was like, yeah, fuck it. I mean, it's, I mean, whatever. Is it free? He's like, it can be. I was like, what you oh, mean? Oh, no. <laughs> and then, yeah. This our account. Yeah, that's what he said exactly, word for we. word. <laughs> we. <laughs> we equals we, I guess. Damn. Oh, man. But that's I do. <laughs> but, uh, but, but like transitioning, though, I do actually have uh, a blessing that I do want to get into because it, it really it really humbled me. And I think we all need a humbling moment once in a while, right? We all need some humbling right. moments. And my humbling moment was – so I was blessed enough to have a FaceTime call with my grandfather who has Parkinson's. And he has um, like a severe case of Parkinson's where his tongue does not work at all so speaking to him i didn't understand what he what he was saying he was using some sign language that i just couldn't decipher truly and though we though the conversation was beautiful i was able to my mom was able to help her help him out with uh translating and everything i um i really like in that moment and thereafter this happened yesterday i had a had a realization like oh my god we are so blessed to even be able to talk like right now podcasting conversating like conversing with each other uh just being able to share our words with other people i think it is something that we take for granted without even knowing it so i think that right there is my blessing being able to use my words to you know create action i know that was like a like a roller coaster all the way down mm. but <laughs> but my god isn't that so good though like being able to yeah. just talk you're right i mean it kind of falls into that category of like things that we don't really realize that we have until they're gone. Yeah. Yeah. Like one of those things is talking. Like if all of a sudden you wake up the next day and you just can't talk, you're gonna be like, wow, I really took that for granted. I mean, you wouldn't say it obviously, but. (laughs) 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 All right. That was messed up. That's crazy. No, but it was perfect timing though. Like we do have to make light of some of the situations that that come that come upon us. I mean, though they're not happening to us yet, but maybe we can, you know, make light of it when it does happen. And you know, it, it's it's we're all human, so just be prepared for whatever can happen and be thankful for what you have in the moment. In the light of right. the week after Thanksgiving, let's just continue this. You know, Thanksgiving isn't just a week of this is the only week where we're thanks thankful. It just it's reminding us to continuously be thankful for everything that we have. And I think right there is my big thanks to the Lord for showing me that. So that was really cool. That was awesome. Nice, man. That's cool. Right? Right? So I don't feel like, I don't feel like ASL gets acknowledged as a language as much as it should. Oh, it definitely should. That's one language I do want to learn. Cause I feel like we, like you could learn that and then be bilingual. Like people think bilingual and they think of speaking. I feel like if you know ASL, that's a mm. really like, yeah, Important. I saw I, I saw this one video of a of a deaf girl going through the t- or deaf guy going through the town, and his sister had hired I think fifteen different people to that spoke sign language to just like say like thank you or excuse me or order to him oh, at I a restaurant. Yeah, you have isn't it so yeah. beautiful? Then like he ended up crying afterwards. I was like, whoa, there's a world that we cannot even hear. 
which is so uh, cool and, and that makes me D- just want to do that D- dk metcalf learned sign language but for different reasons <laughs> what did he learn sign language for <laughs> so so dk metcalf if you don't know he's a wide receiver for the seattle seahawks he learned sign language so that when he scores a touchdown he can sign to the camera uh disrespectful things to the person that he just scored a touchdown on what so, yeah what Interesting. so like so he scored a touchdown like i think it was last week two weeks ago and then he signed as soon as he stood up the cornerback's number was 44 that was guarding him he signed 44 is my son like to the camera Whoa. and then like walked away i was like oh, kind of tough that's isn't cool. that kind of tough though it's yeah. kind of tough yeah that is hard. I wouldn't mind doing that. I would probably do that. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We are watching uh, Thursday night football, by the way. It just started. The Bears are about Monday to get... night. Monday night. Monday night football. My fault. My fault. You said that last weekend. Yeah, you said that last weekend, too. Yeah. Man. You said it's Thursday oh. night and we're watching Monday night football. Monday night football. Like that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I thought it slide because, I mean, it was just you know, in, the, in the lightheartedness of, of Jesus. I mean, the Bears are about to get sunned by Josh Dobbs and the Minnesota Vikings, but you know, hey. draft draft picks, baby. So Ethan, how, we looking pretty over here, man. You think DJ Moore gonna do something for you? No, that's what I'm saying. No, I need I DJ Moore to get me five. I have DJ Moore in one of my other leagues, and I need five points from him. And then I win. Oh, so we'll he's see good how that for goes. He's good for my five, guys. Right? My guys are resting for the playoffs, man. <laughs> But another, another conversation. I play. I play Brad in fantasy hoops this week. Mm, yeah. Oh, shit. Brad, I forgot to put a guy into my lineup yesterday, and it was the reason that I lost. Yeah. And it I was the, one I of those things just, where I. It was one of those things where I moved tough. it, and then I forgot to click save again. Yeah, I was just talking about that with uh, Mr. Bodie oh, actually. And he, was, he was like, "Yeah, he would have beat me by one and a half points had he put that guy in there," and I was uh, like, "Yeah, that's that's tough." It was Gordon tough. Gordon Hayward, but you know. Um, we can, we can keep it pushing here. Um, if you guys want to, want to bring up your questions, Ethan, what did you think about our last podcast? And do you have anything to say about, you know, how you deal with doubt in your life? Yeah, I can, I can go ahead and go into that. Um, I, I loved listening to you guys talk about stuff. I I thought it was cool that you did more of like kind of a biblical podcast. I really wish you guys would have dove a little bit more deep into some of those topics. I think you guys had some good takes and some some good points. There was one part where I was like, I was like, oh gosh, this is I, I remember I was joking because me and Katie were both listening to it and I was like joking around with her and I was like, man, uh the overflow podcast, the only place where you could be talking about the deepness of Psalms one minute and then the next minute talk about stuffing zins in your lips. And, <laughs> I'm sorry. I knew it was about to be me, bro. And, and you have to make it and, real. You have to and make it real. Jewels. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, man, you got to make it true. You got to make it. You got to make it true. <laughs> but I was, I was, and but I, I mean, on, honest feedback. Katie as well was like, I really wish they would like dive deeper into that stuff because I mean, like Brad, you were kind of alluding to it, but like every everybody deals with doubt, whether they whether they like to admit it or not, and if like. Like, I think doubt has been something that's personally been a part of my testimony. And I thought listening to that, that I definitely could have provided some perspective. So I'd love to share some of that perspective if you guys are, are willing and able to Let's hear, hear it. it right now. Let's hear it. Let's, I'd love to. 
I mean, part part of my testimony, and I know you guys kind of mentioned it, like I, I grew up in a Christian household. Like I, I was kind of surrounded by that kind of thing my entire life. So I was never really physically far from the church and far from God. But like I just really struggled, especially my teen years, like seeing and hearing and feeling God's presence around me. Like I really struggled with that. And I it's kind of just always been a faith thing with me. And like, it's, it's hard coming from a family where they're like faith, 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 like believe, believe, believe. And like seeing all these cool stories about how people are coming to Jesus, you know, God told them this, God said this to them, God put this on their heart and like just living my life and not really feeling like that's ever happened. And like, it gets to a point where you're almost just like, I don't really know. Like, I don't really know if I believe. And that was where I was at when I when I was about a freshman in high school. And I got to a really like low part of my faith. I I have always dealt with that kind of stuff. Like I, I pray all like all day, not all day, but like a few times a day, like a lot. Like I pray a lot. I, I go to church on Sundays. You know, I live a morally pretty good life. Like I, I'd like to think that I'm not doing a bunch of bad things all the time. I like to think I have a good head on my shoulders. But I, the, the one part of me that's missing is the fact that I feel like I don't really hear God around me that much. I don't really see God and like feel God in my own heart. And so that's something that I've struggled with. And it leads to doubt, like, like you guys are talking about. Like it leads to me questioning, you know, what do I believe? Do I even believe in this? Like I've never really felt it before. Um, a lot, I mean, a lot of prayer, a lot of conversations I've had with other people and I've kind of been led to this conclusion. And I, I, I love how I'm about to word this because it was kind of organic, but it also kind of plays into like biblically as well. And this was something that I've really wanted to talk with my sister about. And I don't know if she's going to listen, but Aiden, if you're listening, listen up, because this is something that has affected me personally. And maybe it's affecting you too, but I wanted to share this with anybody who might be feeling doubt. This in the is same where an ad would come in. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so I, I pray and I pray and I pray for these things to happen. I pray for God to tell me things. I pray for, you know, I'm somebody that likes to move around. I pray for God to lead me in the next direction. I pray for God, give me the words to say, give me the ears to hear, you know, give me wisdom, give me knowledge, give me discernment, these types of things. And I, I, I've come to be okay with the fact that I feel like God just is like, dude, I trust you. Like you have lived a life and like, I'm, this is what I'm picturing God saying to me. Like you have lived this like life and you, you go out of your way to help other people. You know, you serve others. You put others before yourself. Like you do all these good things. Like I trust you to go where you want to go, to do the job that you want to do, to make the big decision that you want to make as long as, you keep me in the middle of it because, you know, everywhere that I've gone, everywhere that I've moved to every like new opportunity that I've taken up, I've always told myself, you know, like God's got to be at the center of this because truly like that's, what's going to make it the most fruitful. And even throughout that, I feel like my judgment gets like clouded, like, Oh, I don't really feel like God's into this. But in reality, I think God is just saying like, you're good. Like just chill, like breathe, like you're good in this situation. Keep me at the middle of it, and you are going to bear the fruits of your labor. Come on. So I really deal with I really deal with that doubt 
kind of taking a step back from the situation and acknowledging where is the good in this? Where is the good in my situation? Right. You, you could sit and you could pray for something, you know, God, like, give me this job. Like, let, let me meet somebody. Let me meet a girlfriend. Let me meet a boyfriend. Like, who, like whoever it is, like you could be praying fer- fervorously for it and not see it. But maybe you need to take a step back and say, what what is the good that I have right now that I'm not acknowledging? Mm-hmm. Does, does God want this for me right now? Does God want exactly what I'm praying for right now? Or do I need to step back and acknowledge the fact that I have this really good job and I don't thank God often enough for it? I have I have a roof over my head that I don't thank God often enough for it, you know, and mm-hmm. I think taking a step back and getting to acknowledge and you guys talked a lot about it on the last podcast, Brad, you mentioned how you wake up and you just say thank you, like having that sense of gratitude for the world around you is something that can really pull you out of a lot of doubt because yeah. we get so consumed with what we don't have or what's leading us astray that I think sometimes you fail to recognize like like what's good and that's, yeah that's the foundation of doubt right there what you don't have you know yeah and i that's like so playing I, I mentioned this in a podcast a couple weeks ago but i watched this video one time about how this kid was like homeless but he was like insanely good at the piano like straight up savant was like <laughs> insane at it but he was homeless never like lived like slept in the back of pickup trucks sometimes and he got on the ellen show and ellen asked this guy she goes you know, what, like, what was the most important part of your journey? Like, what kept you in this? And he was like, honestly, I just never felt bad for myself. I never sat and like, it sat in my sadness and sat and thought about the things that I didn't have. Mm-hmm. And that was part of me where I was like, yo, like, I feel that, man. That's good. Right? I feel that so much, dude. Like, if you're just going to sit and be sorry for yourself, you'll never like, look to actually like remedy the situation, in my opinion. Um, but like kind of, I was going to talk about doubt a little bit cause I, I had had some people who said they wanted to hear about it and, uh, like I'm completely with you. Like what you were talking about, like just like putting God at the center of it and, you know, you, you acknowledge that he's at the center and in control, but, you know, just trusting that, um, he is in control and, you know, your doubt will kind of go away. And especially, you know, like maybe when you start to doubt yourself, like just, putting it all on him kind of thing is what, what really helps me specifically. Um, I don't know. Elijah, can you speak on that? You said you never felt like you doubted yourself, but you have to have had some points in your life where, you know, things weren't going right. And you were like, am I, you know, is this the right direction? Am I doing it? Am I doing enough? You know, it's so weird to, to even try to think about a time that I've doubted myself because I like to say I haven't, because I mean, of what Ethan said, throughout my entire childhood, I was gifted with the ability to know God and just to have God in my presence throughout the entirety of all the like traumatic experiences that I've been through. And yes, they were hard. I doubted my parents ever being good people and being good to me, but I never doubted God, even as a kid, and I don't know how I was given that ability, which I, I, I'm trying to learn how to use that ability because I think that is a God-given gift. I, I just I, – I pride myself on being an optimistic person and trying to figure out I, – I, from last podcast, I've been trying to figure out moments that I've doubted myself and doubted my work. And I, I, I mean sometimes I might doubt myself with um, uh, addiction, like maybe – 
Like that's the only portion in where I'm like, you know what? Am I strong enough to overcome this said thing that I'm putting before God? And that's, I mean, that's hard to overcome, but I know I can do it. And I know I will do it. And that's the thing. I'm changing the I can't do to I will or I am. You know, it's 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 just switching your brain over. It, it's a lot. Of, it's very it's easier said than done, but it's so easy. It's actually so easy at the end of the day to just be like, I'm not doing that. Okay, I'm not going to ask you a question. Please. So like from from the outside looking in, I can say that you're definitely somebody who like no matter what you're going through and just from hearing your story, no matter what you're going through, like you've always acknowledged the fact that like God works and God is real. Yeah. Um, but I, I wanted to ask like in those times, cause like obviously everyone has mountains and valleys in their faith. Everyone feels close and everyone, you know, gets pulled away in those times where you're feeling distant from your faith and you're not feeling as close to God. Like what, what is helping you get through that and what's helping you get out of those ruts? Because maybe maybe it's not doubt, but maybe it's something else. Like maybe something's keeping you away in those situations. That's a really really good question. Um, and I'm I, I'm I would say I'm in a valley right now. Uh, truthfully, um, I mean I I read and I pray, but I'm just not feeling the presence of God. I'm searching for that fire again. But how to um, get out of that? Um, damn, that's when you. When I, you I don't feel like. I guess the be- a better question is when you when you feel like you're in your like on fire mode and like you're like on fire for God and you're just feeling the strongest in your faith. What do you think is different about your life? Like what 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 life changes maybe come out of that? Do you change anything up? Do you try anything different? The moments I feel most on fire for God is the moments I say yes to the little voice in my head, which I which is called intuition, which we all have. But I call it God. God is my intuition. It's the Holy Spirit kind of guiding us. And whenever I am saying yes to to the Holy Spirit is the moment I feel on fire because the Holy Spirit will tell you, um, don't do this. There's always a fork in the road and the Holy Spirit will always tell you, you know, we'll give you that option. I believe in what I've seen in my life. And whenever I say yes to the Holy Spirit, I feel on fire for God. And there's been moments in this past you know, week, past month where I've said, no. And therefore, mm-hmm. I think that's why I'm in the valley, because I have said no. And I've, I've said, just done what I wanted to do. You know, what I what I think is pleasing to my flesh and the flesh is very hard to overcome. And the flesh wants what it wants. And but the, the spiritual mind is so strong if you just say yes to it. And if you say right. yes, to it, and then if you, you ask for discernment from the Holy Spirit, it will guide you, you know, mm-hmm. and, and God will never forsake you in any moment at all. Uh, and I think it's just saying yes to it is what makes me feel on fire. Very what cool. I need to do. And I actually, I just got done reading this book. It's called Tuesdays with Maury. I don't know if you guys ever heard of it. Elijah, you, I, have, you, you have mentioned it. Yeah. You would love this book a thousand percent, but it's basically about this. Who, who's dingers are going off. We need yeah, to, can you hear that? Real. Can you hear that? I thought it was just in my yeah. ear. You can hear that. We can't. All right, re- resume. Re- all right, my fault. It's still there. Yeah. Just silence your phone. Yeah, I am. It's uh, it's a, it's basically about this old man who's who's dying, and one of his old students is like trying to reach out to him and like get closer to him, and so it's like this relationship between this guy who's seeking 
life and moral guidance versus this old man who's on his deathbed and just about hearing the old man's perspective about everything. And there's a whole entire chapter dedicated to emotions and something that the old man said that I've honestly shared with some of my students. And like, I've talked about like with people around me is like, he says like, once you identify exactly what your feeling is in that moment. So like you're saying like in those moments where you're far away from your faith, you're, you identified that it's the fact that you're saying no, you're saying no to that little voice in your head. Once you identify that and just like step back and say, Oh, that that's exactly what it is. Now you can remove that from your life. Mm. Now you can be like, well, I know exactly what needs to get done to stop feeling like this. Like, so why am I like, why am I not doing that? You know, yeah. and I'm obviously, I'm not sitting here saying like, you know, like cat, like being mean or anything, but I'm just no. saying like for anybody that's struggling, like take a step back, identify like exactly what it is and why, like, what are you feeling? I'm not good enough. I didn't get that job that I got. Okay. Now that we've identified that that's what you're feeling. Now, maybe you can reason with yourself a little bit. Okay. Now maybe your, your ego or your, it, your super ego, maybe the good one, whoever that is, the good one comes in and kind of talks you out of it. I don't know. But I just think there was a lot of power in like identifying those emotions exactly for what they are. It's so freaking true. Just bringing it to light because I mean, there's so much thoughts that go on into your head. And once you actually like verbalize it, write it down or just identify it and remove it because it's going to heal you with everything that you're saying. And I think that's so cool. And I think I, I have a lot of learning to do uh, with that's going to help me out significantly because I do need to identify it because oftentimes I'll just pay no mind to it after it's done. I'll be like, all right, yeah, I'm, I, it's behind me. I'll move forward and actually, and I'll, I'll work towards steps on bettering it. But no, I need to take a step back and realize why I'm doing that and remove it from my life. Mm. That's really yeah. good. What do you think, Brad? You can kind of quiet over there. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of just, you know, listening intently. Uh, I'm with you. I, I've always been the the type of person to say like you know ask yourself why you feel a certain way you know we don't do that often enough and it seems uh-huh. so it seems so simple but like we just don't do it you know we just like right. feel a certain way angry or upset or you know happy even and like we didn't ever ask ourselves like why we feel like that and um you know i think it's good to to point out to yourself what makes you feel a certain way you know like for me, if I listen to a certain amount of, you know, sad music, like we were talking about Noah Khan, yeah, he has yeah. objectively sad music. Yes. And if I listen to him too much, I will start to become sad. And like I had to, you know, recognize that with all music, not with just him and be like, you know, why am I feeling sad? And it's like, oh, because I'm listening to this depressive music. And it makes me depressed because I start to think about situations that are, you know, related to this. Um, But I think uh, I think it's also important to identify, like, what makes us happy. Like when we feel really elated or like joyful in a certain situation, I think it's good to like recognize that, you know. Yeah. Like sometimes that comes sometimes that comes from like the fruits of our own labor and not just from you know, being around our friends or like, you know, watching a funny movie, like sometimes we can become happy when like our hard work, you know, results in something. 
And I think that's just a huge like trophy to hang on your wall and be like, I'm really happy because I did like worked hard and, you know, not to discredit God in that situation. Like, obviously you need to, um, you know, recognize what, uh, what God did for you in that situation. But, you know, we don't pat ourselves on the back often enough, I think. And, uh, that's why a lot of us are a little bit depressed in our lives. But I um, think, I think a lot of people, Brad, kind of going along with what you said, you mentioned how we need to identify what makes us happy and say, Oh, like I need to do that more. Obviously you're, you're almost identifying your solution in a sense. Yeah, but I think go. a lot of people like, tell me what you think about this. I think a lot of people confuse being happy with just not being sad. Mm, and yeah. where I think this comes into play is, Oh, I'm sad. I'm stuck. I'm lost. I'm going to do whatever I need to do to not just be happy, but to be not sad. And I think that's where the flesh takes over. I think that's where the earthly kind of things take over, you know, drugs, drinking, whatever that is. And I think people cling on to that a lot easier than they cling on to what makes me actually happy. Yes. Mm -hmm. My, my dad, but right. As soon as I started driving, he was like, you need to not be on your phone and like, like scroll through stuff on your phone because whenever you're looking at your phone, you're going to tend to veer towards what you're looking at. Right. Does that make sense? You know, like, so, yeah. so right. with that, with that being said, you are going to attract what you look at, what you focus on, you're going to attract. And going back to the music, Brad, the, when you listen to sad music, you're going to feel sad. It's not going to help you. It's just going to make you feel deeper in the pit. And I think that, you know, focusing on what we're happy about is going to like put us in the right lane, you know, it's, keep us in track, you know, and, and it's, it's, it's good to feel those emotions sometimes because you do need to realize this shit, bad shit that you've done. So mm -hmm. you don't do it again. So, yeah. Yeah. On the topic of music um, and the topic of uh, worship music specifically. Oh, yeah. So like, there's not like, you know, pop music and rap music and, you know, whatever you're into country music, like they all kind of have a dance, like a source associated with them kind of thing. <laughs> this is true. So like, I, I don't know if this is just me, but like when you're alone and maybe you're listening to worship music, like in your room or whatever, like, will you guys just start like, like just because the song is so good. You're like, man, I'm feeling myself. And then you just like start hitting the gritty or something like that. <laughs> Only you, Brad. <laughs> That's just me. No, I'm kidding. I'll be doing some stuff like that too. I'll be feeling myself. Imagine Brad alone in his room. I hit the Dougie, the bro. I hit the Dougie. That's, That's what I hit. Me and Ethan hit the Dougie for sure. <laughs> That's funny. Brad uh, hitting the gritty alone in his room. Yeah, but picture it, people. Like, picture it, picture Phil it. Wickham is on. It's Phil Wickham is on, and he's you know got me in my feelings. Let's <laughs> literally. All right. Well, never mind. I, no, no, no. I never said anything. <laughs> That's funny. No, but it's so true. It just gets you it's in good such to a dance, good mood. Man. It gets you it's in such good a good dance. mood. Have you guys listened to worship music in the gym? Yeah. I'm telling you, your 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 yeah. your lift will be ten times better. Oh my god! Because on the topic of like, you listen to sad music and you feel sad. While I'm listening, if I would like when I did listen to like heavy rap, like like horrible rap that was you know derogatory towards women that just said some horrible stuff about like you know 
wait, man, I'm not going to quote any text because you guys probably know what they say. But when I'm in the gym, that's what I'm going to focus on, right? And then whenever they talk about girls, it's just like, oh, then I'll veer my head over. But when I'm listening to worship music in the gym, my eyes are closed. I'm just, thank you, Jesus, for my body. Let's let's work it. My body's a temple, you know what I mean? And I'm working out for God, you know? I'm not working out for other people, you know? And, and it feels a lot better. Switching the focus. Switch that focus. Cool. Switch that focus. I didn't realize how cringy. I mean, I guess I did, but it's a little anecdote. I guess it helped me realize how cringy rap was when oh, I watched so Jack Harlow perform the halftime show during the Detroit football yeah. game. Oh, I know it was bad. Yeah. That was, was bad. so cringe, bro. It was literally <laughs> so cringe. And I'm just sitting here like watching. Was- it. And then his homeboy in the back, like, yeah. yeah. Who is that kid? And I'm like, you guys are literally. That's what I'm saying. Dude's oh, like, that? yeah, that's my homie. I'm like, what uh, are you doing? Yeah, Ethan, who are, who are you? Wait, let's, uh, you know, we're kind of reaching. Don't you put this on the fan base, man. No, we're, Don't put we're this reaching, on the fan base. We're, we're getting like a little bit close to the end of our show, so I feel like we can talk a little bit about this. Do you want to make a statement on the Detroit Lions? I do. I do. Let's, I'd, li- I'd like to hear I need to hear this. On, I need to hear this that, statement. That whooping you got on Turkey Day. That was bad. You know, to be honest, there, there wasn't much to look at there. There wasn't much. The the honest truth is we didn't come out ready to go. We didn't prepare, and no. you know what? We were des we were destined to lose maybe one to two more games. I have after that game, I feel I feel absolutely no different than I did two weeks ago about this team. We were so that was a playoff a, team. Would you say that was a scheduled loss? Yeah, like it's, you needed you needed that loss maybe a little humbling. I I don't even know if it was humbling. I, I almost just feel like yeah, it was just like. Bro, we went for it on fourth down like six times. Like, I almost think Dan Campbell was just like, let's just leave it all out there. We're like, we kind of got this division on lock. Oh, so you're cocky. Oh, I mean, we're going to oh. win the division, bro. We're going to win after, the division. I, I mean, I'm, I'm close with some Packers fans. Damn, Darnell Mooney just got laid out. Um, yeah, I just ain't that. Uh, I'm close with some Packers fans, and they're thinking playoffs after that win, straight up. They need to chill out. They're thinking playoffs. If, if Detroit if Detroit punted the ball in like three of those situations, it, we would have won by two touchdowns. So I'm like, you know, what about the what about the fumbles? You, the turnover battle these past two games been terrible, Ethan. Brutal. Yeah, but I mean, it was a short week for us. Short week for the Packers too. Obviously, they were coming off some some momentum. I'm 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 just saying I'm not worried about it, and I don't think the Detroit Lions are worried about it much either. So uh, so then um. What's your conversation with the boys going to be like in the locker room come game day this Sunday? Wait, do you have um, a bye? Is it bye? Is it a bye? No, we've had our bye already. Okay. I think we play, we play Dallas here soon. So um, this Sunday, what are you saying to the boys in the locker room? Dun, dun, dun. I'm saying, hey, I hope you all had a really good time with your family celebrating. I know football might not have been the, the number one thing on your mind, but we got to get back in the W column. Yeah. And let's get back to business. The, the holiday yeah. week is over, and it's time to get back on a grind. And I bet we win the next game, depending on who we play, by 20 points. Right. That being said, our uh, – Mark his words. Our, Mark his words. Our sponsor for this podcast is Butterball Turkeys. Now, I know Thanksgiving <laughs> is over, so, you know, don't, don't forget about us. The Butterball Turkey is still available at your local grocery store. Get there today. Make sure you get one for Christmas. Everybody loves turkey. Deep fry it. Put it in the oven. It's always good. Get yourself a butterball turkey. Discounted seventy five percent. Yep. 
go go up to your <laughs> local cashier and tell them the overflow overflow podcast sent you. They're gonna get you with a seventy five percent coupon. Guarantee. We got you, yeah. Elijah. Do you got your ad? Do you got your your fake ad for the day? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's mint gum extra, bro. Stay minty, stay fresh. I'm smelling my breath right now, bouncing off this mic. It's hot. It's hot. Not because of what it smells like, but what I'm saying. What we're saying. It's hot and extra makes it fresh. Are you a spearmint guy? <laughs> spearmint guy or a winter fresh or like what's your what's your mint Bro, choice? I need green. Anything green? I'm it has in. to be green. It has yeah. to be green. Yeah. I'm staring at blue. I, I right don't. Now. I don't hate the winter fresh, bro. I don't hate the really? winter fresh at all. Yeah, I'm not. I feel like it hurts when you're chewing it. It feels like you're chewing. Oh, on it's rocks spicy. It's spicy, bro. Uh, yeah, it hurts, <laughs> the, hurts the palate. It opens up the lungs, man. It's open. Mm-hmm. So I know we kind of talked about doubt, but did you guys have any other of your questions that you wanted to ask? I had one of mine that was – it was more of a fun question, so I kind of – and it's along the lines of sports, but I'd, I'd yeah. love to hear your guys' answers on it. Yeah, let's let's talk about it. I had one, but, you know, um, we're kind of getting a little long. But if we want to keep going, I'm, I'm with it. But let's hear yours first. Yeah. My question is what is personally in your lifetime your favorite sports moment? Oh, my God. Are you serious? That's your question. So, so not like. Is that your question? Like, that's yeah. my question. <laughs> that's crazy. What were you? Were you asked? But were you referring to like our personal sports history, or like I'm I'm referring to like your like when you were watching it as a fan? Oh, see, I was thinking about personal. Okay, so it's a little different there. Yeah. Um, watching so like it. a time when you were Brad. I feel like I already know yours, Brad. What is it? I know that Cubby's World Series hit different, huh? I remember that very vividly. I was in the basement watching it with my dad, and my dad works nights, and he like had to go, and it was like the eighth inning. So that is definitely a good one just because like the city of Chicago thought we were cooked because we were down 3-1. You know, we work all the way back, seventh inning, like seventh game, Jake Arrieta goaded um, – seventh game and like we're down but i think we're down like four or five runs and they come back tie it go to extra innings and then ben zobris just a goaded center fielder still stays in the organization i remember that one but it didn't hit the same i don't know why i just kind of felt numb to it just because i was probably younger Uh, i mean 16 but um a little bit younger the one that i immediately thought of was when chelsea won the champions league in 2021 Mm. um just because like i remember watching it and it was just like an insane insane game they ended up winning obviously and it was just like you know you're elated you're like crying or whatever and then that night uh you know i have a confession to make i went to varsity tavern with Lindsay allen Oh, and uh (laughs) it was very fun but uh yeah that was probably. Did you wear a Chelsea jersey? He no, did. I, I didn't, but it was. It was. When was that? Twenty twenty one. Were we living together? No, no, not yet. No, we weren't living. Together. I never lived with Lindsay. No, no, no you uh, us. Oh no, that was the following year we did, or the following did, yeah. summer or whatever. Yeah. But um. That was the summer, right? Yeah, it was. Yeah. Su- it was super fun. But what about summer, you guys? Too. Me? All right, bro. So sophomore year, um. 
you guys know the whenever you uh, like for the Super Bowl games or any kind of big game, you guys do uh, like the the box. What what are the boxes? The box where you like buy boxes and you have to correct squares. Uh, oh, squares. squares. Yeah. Yes, squares. We were playing squares. It's my first time ever doing it. I was a sophomore in the midst of a like. 15 different seniors. I felt like I was the top of my game. Right. And I was at this, I was at the, at this watch party and um, I needed one more touchdown to win like, I think 350 bucks as a sophomore that like, I was like sports betting ain't that bad (laughs) because I ended up winning. But the, the moment where I knew I was going to win was when Julian Edelman had that wild catch in the midst of three Atlanta Falcon. Yeah. That was a crazy Super Bowl. That was a wild Super Bowl. Came back That's from twenty-eight the best to three. Super Bowl of all time. Yes, like that right there. That catch gave me like it gave me a rush, an endorphin rush, and I was like, <gasps> started jumping up, man. I, I looked like an idiot, but I didn't give a shit. I was you like, were like yeah. I will now be a degenerate in sports. Yes, I, <laughs> <laughs> only for the big games. Only for the big games. But uh, speaking of, we need to get into the lab for this one. We're gonna. I'm gonna go big for this one. However, that right there marked the, the Super best. Bowl. Yeah, well, Elijah's yeah. talking about getting in the lab, and all he does is Google search who's gonna score tonight. Are you kidding That's... me, bro? I, no, the past two the Super Bowls, college football playoffs, man. Oh, yeah, say less. Michigan, yes. Michigan money line. Come on. That's yeah, it. I'll, I'll take that. I'll ride that. No I'll ride that. I'll ride that. I'll ride that. But yeah, no man, that that's the best one right there. That's the one that made like I, I did witness the helmet catch for the New York Giants, Eli Manning. Um, that throw was wild. That Super Bowl was cool too, but that one wasn't as influential as the one I watched, Atlanta Falcons. How about yeah. you, Ethan? I don't even know if Detroit has won anything since you've been yeah. alive. <laughs> for That's real, what I was though. Say is it kind of sucks being a Detroit fan because I feel like my best is still yet to come for sure. But I will say, <laughs> you think that? Couple, <laughs> you think that? They've a been couple that, that have sixties. Hey, hey, my bet. We're we're here. All right, my. Even though, like, I'm a fan of, like, sports in general, some of the most electric moments that I remember was obviously the Rams winning the Super Bowl with Matt Stafford. Of course. That was a great one. That was really cool to – and, like, obviously there was some some gambling perspective behind it. I had a future (laughs) on the Rams from, like, a long time ago. So like, like a, seeing them like be underdogs going up to the Super Bowl wasn't was it really like cool. plus a thousand or something? Yeah, it was. I that was the most money I've ever won for sure. That was, um, but awesome. we don't we don't got to speak on that. Yeah, so that was one <laughs> of them. But I would say like towering over those was witnessing the three one comeback from LeBron and Kyrie. I was oh, yes. I'm That's glad you put cooking. Kyrie in the in that conversation. Yeah. Yeah. The shot when Kyrie hit the shot, I remember that was I was watching with my buddies. That was some of the loudest the house has ever been. Like the Kyrie shot and then the LeBron block on the other end. <laughs> Just as Legendary. a fan watching that. And I was like one of the only people that were like rooting for the Cavs. And I just remember yeah. like it was so cool. I also have my I don't know if you guys have this one too, your least favorite sports memory. Some something you wish you could forget the titans and Bengals game dude that was the loudest i'd ever been that back in the when AFC we were championship. living together yes when we were living that together that was a horrible game shout out evan mcpherson that was in McPherson. the AFC championship yeah, that bro. was the divisional or no 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 that was the that was the conference the, round or the, the conference round. round yeah because we did it was just right off the bye. sorry yeah, that yeah. was divisional 
Yeah, it was divisional. That right oh, there yeah, pissed me off. That pissed me off. That made me mad. Yeah, you guys were ass that year. I don't know why we, you thought. What do you mean? We were year. number one in the AFC, bro. Ryan now, Tannehill. Now we're dog. Now we're dog. Bro, Tannehill ain't it. You can see. You, you, it. I don't even want to talk about it. <laughs> it was bad, um, and it's looking rough right now. We're in the rebuild stage for sure. Yeah. And I'll stand by it. I'll stand by it. About you, B. Uh, my worst? Um, first one that comes to mind as we're watching the Bears just repeatedly <laughs> pick off Josh Dobbs is the double doink. When oh. I, I believe it was 2018. 20, yeah, that 20, was tough. Bro. 2017, 2018. Bears were like literally primed to go very deep into the playoffs. They get their first matchup against the Philadelphia Eagles. And um, they basically control the game. Mitch Trubisky leads a drive all the way down to like the 35, 30-yard line. There's like four seconds on the clock. I believe the score was 28 to 27. He kicks it, hits the one upright, hits the other upright, hits the crossbar, and then falls out of the of the uh, the goalposts and um, – I just remember watching. That's crazy. I just remember watching that and just like holding like my hands over my mouth, thinking like that. There's no way that like didn't go in. Like what just happened? And it's like the most iconic call where he's like, "The Bears' season is going to end on a double doink," and you're just like, you you just keep hearing that over and over in your brain. Probably Joe Buck that said it. It was was Chris Collinsworth. It was. He knows him too. He knows the guy. Double it, doink. It's double doink. <laughs> double doink. Double doink. Like that's just repeating <laughs> in your brain. And uh yeah, I just remember watching that and like my whole family was watching it together and we were just like like the room was dead silent. Like no one wanted to say anything. Like no one knew what was happening. Like it was like it was like nine eleven. Like it was like everyone's just I sitting wouldn't... there watching in terror. Like <laughs> That's crazy. It, it was seriously though. Like my whole family, like no one said anything for like five minutes, and then my dad is just like, "Well, you wanna you wanna head out?" And I was like, "Yeah, let's go." Yeah, <laughs> that's it. Didn't even say goodbye to the family. It's just out the door, bro. Yeah, but it was just yeah. I... Cody Parkey literally never kicked after that. You realize that? I he remember deleted... hearing he was getting death threats. Yeah, he literally had to delete all his social media because people were on his social media, like, threatening to go to his house with lead pipes. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah that's, that's a horrendous look. Oh, yeah. my gosh, bro. That's wild. It shows, you that how, it shows you how thirsty the city of Chicago is for <laughs> literally anything. Or how dangerous it is. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of, of earth and house-shattering house silencing losses let me bring you back to the year 2015 (laughs) freshman ethan and his family having some families over to watch michigan versus michigan state oh Oh. yes sir and we are primed to win the game michigan is up all we got to do is punt the ball away that's all we got to do that's it and the snap comes, and you just hear the announcer when you said words. Trouble with in your the ears. snap, and he's got <laughs> trouble with the snap. And I, oh, and then just like hearing those words, it honestly like gives me chills, like to this day. Just like being like, oh my gosh, because when you're in high school, okay, so you guys don't realize this. 
because you're not from Michigan. The Michigan-Michigan State game is like every public school has like a Michigan-Michigan State day where like it's like kids in the halls like talking shit to each other and everyone's wearing their Michigan-Michigan State Well, they stuff. create the that game. Right that game coming up. And I am so ready because Michigan had been getting dogged by Kirk Cousins for the past however many years. And like we were just <laughs> always getting smoked. So this was like our year where I was like I was finally in high school. I was about to rub it into all my buddies. And he has trouble with the snap. And Michigan State brings it all the way back. I remember it was dead silent. And my dad, bless his heart, is an alumni. So, like, there was some extra skip in the game there. It was not not a sight to be seen by by the graceful eyes there. So No. (laughs) I forgot that Kirk Cousins was slinging that thing at Michigan State. Yeah, I did too. He was moving the rock. He was him in college. Yeah. Um, I totally forgot about that game. And I it feels like that game is like 30 years old, but it's literally less than 10 years ago. And this is I'm sorry, Ethan, but I'm I'm about to come at you. All right, for sure. The <laughs> amount of talking that Michigan does, like from beating Ohio State, I wanted Michigan to win. And, you know, I'm I get it, it's big rivalry, but you guys talk so much shit. For like Everyone winning, does winning the past three years, and you're like, oh, three pe- like he can't beat us. And then you look at the record after those three years, like you know, in 2020 and before that, and Ohio State had beaten you like 10 years in a row. Yeah, like, damn, and, not denying that. And you guys are like, oh, they can't win against us. This rivalry isn't even like. When do you think it'll be competitive again? And I'm like, bro. Listen, man, I'm all with that. You gotta talk your shit. That is that is a rivalry, though, bro. Like, if Ohio State had been winning like we had been winning, they would be saying the same things. Like, they'd be saying, "Oh, Michigan, when are they gonna beat us? This isn't even a rivalry." Like, it's just the it's just for the love of the game. Like, anybody would be talking if they. I don't. I don't understand where Michigan like thinks they're hot shit from, though, because like even if you look back at the Michigan State rivalry, y'all were getting run. Like, only recently did you start, like, you know, throwing the ball against them, like, actually playing. From, like, 2005 like, to, like, 2020, we were terrible. Yeah, so I don't understand why Michigan <laughs> fans are all of a sudden, like, oh, blue blood, like, we're, you know, we're him. And I get it, Jim Harbaugh, like, you have a real chance to win the college football, like, national championship this year. But, like, I just need the Michigan fans to, like, just chill. Just bring it down like one notch. Yeah, I'm saving like, my Georgia talking fans until, don't talk until the playoff. Georgia fans don't even talk like Michigan fans because they know how good they. they are. Yeah, they know they they've they've made the national champ. They don't they don't play. You know, I I don't know. I don't know how I feel about the little fans. league anymore with them. It's the SEC. SEC obviously is different. Yeah, it <laughs> is. Yeah, but I just see so many Michigan fans with twitter fingers and it's like you were no no one knew who you were until i pointed you out in the crowd so why don't you calm down calm down i don't know about all that (laughs) michigan has always been a a storied program so maybe right yeah that was my those were my questions i know that kind of took a minute but yeah, this has been a long podcast. We spent a lot of time on sports. All the ladies have definitely clicked off Tuned the podcast up. by now. Definitely have left. Guys that have stayed, appreciate you. Yeah. But we can go ahead and end it on that shot. note. 
we got to end it on sports. You know, I got to end it on a high note. Sports mm. is awesome. Yeah, God. shout out Banks. I'm about to beat you by a, a hundred this week. Bro, you put yeah. up numbers, bro. You like Your team is scary. That's crazy, bro. That's crazy. That's wild, bro. Ethan's Ethan's about to lose to Elijah, so I'll be taking sole ownership. Yeah, and then place. Scott's down one, another one because Cole put up points too. So I'm, I'm yeah. I, I feel good. I, I think I got a I got a four spot guaranteed, which I'm okay with. Scott, I need to pull you off to the side and have a conversation about who you start every week because that's brutal. I don't I don't know what the hell you're doing over there. Starting all these, <laughs> starting all these bums, leaving about a hundred points on your bench, man. Yeah, I could have had it. Could have had tough. it. But tough. uh, that's our show. Thank you if you stayed with us. We appreciate it. Uh, we're just three idiots, and someone gave us some microphones. So you know, yep. We hope you had a good time listening. <laughs> Ethan, so, go ahead and pray us out, brother. Pray us out. Yeah, do Me? it, brother. We here. Uh, whoever. You want to brother? You got it, Brad? Yeah, I'll do it. All right, Heck yeah. All right, please bow your heads in prayer. God, thank you so much for letting us produce this podcast every week and just get it out to people that you know want to hear our voices or hear interesting things about us and hear about you know your kingdom, especially. We hope we can incorporate that more as we kind of build with this podcast every single week but thank you god for all the things that we are so ungrateful for that you've blessed us with there's you know things we take for granted every single day and we can be better at every single day at uh you know being more grateful for the things that you know we have in our life and just being happy that you know we know a god that is so graceful and loving thank you god it's in your name we pray amen amen amen